Welcome, Bearcat family. And to whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud, my name is Zane Phillips, and you are now tuning in to a little podcast I like to call Global Bearcats. I am here today with... With Carlos Eddy. Carlos Eddy. It's good to have you here. <laughs> and we are here to talk about you as an international student here at McKendree University. I am a bit familiar with being an exchange student. I was an exchange student with the program Rotary Youth Exchange in Brazil from January to November of 2020, but that is not why we are here today. We are here to talk about you, Carlos, and how to you know interact with you and get your thoughts on being an exchange student. So, Carlos, uh, go ahead and give me a little bit about yourself, You know your area of study, your year, you know, if you want where you're from and just stuff to get the ball rolling. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, <coughs> damn. My major is exercise science. I'm from the Netherlands and I'm 21 right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically I came here because like with my tennis, they gave me the best offer out of the other schools I was talking to. And it, sound, it sounded like a fun school when I was talking to the coach. He showed me some pictures of like how the school looked and everything so i was like yeah let's why not cool so i guess that was the answer to my first question which was <laughs> why mckendry you know is there did you previously hear about mckendry through other tennis programs or um no i didn't hear about mckendry at all but like back like back home or like i don't know how it goes for you guys in america mm-hmm. but like we have like a guy who sends like your video like your resume out to like a lot of schools because they know them and then the schools reply or they don't. And okay. then if they reply, you talk to them and then just get the ball rolling with the coaches. Okay, so kind of like yeah. um, kind of like an agent? Yeah, Some kinda. sort of. So is that has that always been your plan to go to school in the United States? Um, not really. Because in America, like it's the only place you can do athletics and being a student like this at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because back home, I would have made the decision for example to quit tennis and to go to like a study full time okay or i would have to not go to school and try to play tennis for a living so like this is the only country you can combine those two mm-hmm. so i guess you didn't feel as if you could make it as a professional tennis player um no not really and also i didn't want to like gamble all my money on that <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. let's mm-hmm. say one f- like with tennis, you either need to have a shit ton of sponsors to get in like certain tournaments, mm-hmm. or your parents need to be Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, like, super. Yeah, <laughs> yeah super like, rich. Su- yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to like take those gambles and then not get anywhere and then only have a high school diploma mm-hmm. when I could also have like a university or college degree. Mm-hmm. And then I- even if I wanted to try after this, I w- I still have my degree and I still played tennis for like four years. Okay, so I guess is the reason why you're studying exercise science is because you were playing tennis, or is that something completely separate? Um, not kinda, but I also always liked to like help people get like in better shape, or like coaching, and like mm-hmm. just like with coaching people, I really like doing that. So I was like, this is one of the studies that like lets me be, for example, something towards a trainer or a coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could still even go like other w- areas in like exercise 
side of things. Yeah. So I just I just kept the general thing, and I was like, even if I go back home after this, mm-hmm. I still have like a general like, um, I have big options. I mean, to go like for a master somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I guess, um, so I guess, what would be the next steps? Would you consider a master's <laughs> degree? Because I mean, you said what you're a junior. Yeah. Is that right? I'm a junior. Yeah. Did you go anywhere else before this? Um. Like in America, no, I went straight to McKendree for my freshman and sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And my like my plan after this, honestly, didn't really think about it yet. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I'm just going to see how it goes. And like, even mm-hmm. let, let's say something would happen back home and I would have to go back and, and yeah. I couldn't even finish here. Uh-huh. Then like, I, I just like let it go every year by itself, every semester. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to do something with coaching and stuff. So like for a master's here. If I want to do something with that, like you could also be like a graduate assistant for like yeah. tennis and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like maybe I want to do something like that as well. Or maybe like back home, I might have some coaching opportunity or something. Maybe I will just check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were saying that you were, I guess, planning or maybe not planning on something happening back in the Netherlands to where you would have to go home. So how did you feel during the whole start of the coronavirus pandemic, were you worried that you would have to go home? Um, a, a little bit, but like they blew like the whistle on like sports and stuff really fast. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew that I had to go home soon after that. And at the beginning with, with like all the like panic and stuff that was mm-hmm. happening around it, I had no idea if, if I was going to come back here and if they would even allow international people to come back and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, like at the beginning, I didn't know. So, of course, I looked at studies back home and stuff because mm-hmm. you kind of have to. Otherwise, you're just yeah. not going to do anything with your life. Yeah. And my parents don't allow that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But now it's just I was planning on coming back to like finish my school and st- stuff here mm-hmm. because like, like I said, like this is the only place you have to c- actually can do it like this, like mm-hmm. living on campus, being in a team, being in school, knowing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like back home, you would also know a lot of people, but you need to actually make a decision. So mm-hmm. it's because it's so like unique, I actually I wanted to come back and like visit. So you would again. say you prefer that over the traditional, I guess, uh, way that the Netherlands goes about dealing with schools and athletics. Uh, in college, m- yeah, maybe yeah, but like when high school and stuff, like I don't know because like. A lot of high schools, if you're like good at sports, they still try to like compensate and work together with the academies mm-hmm. to make like a good plan and everything. But for like the higher education, like universities and stuff, they like don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So for universities, I I kind of like it, and uh, but for the high schools and stuff, I don't really because I it I also think it makes like a big difference in like social groups and stuff. If you're like an athlete or if you're not an athlete here. Okay, so you would say that you found more so of um, a combined family dynamic here at university as opposed to the Netherlands when they split you apart, whether you're either doing athletics or you're either doing tennis. Here you have that, you know, all-encompassing experience. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, say it a little bit like that, like, I guess, because here also, like, for example, with like the cafeteria that you all go mm-hmm. in there and everything, that's not normal because you don't li- like you basically don't live on campus. Mm-hmm. You just live at home or like you rent a place somewhere, and then you just only go to class there, and you can hang out with some friends after and like the school property. But 
like the cafeterias and like eating with your like with a team or anything mm-hmm. never so would you say it's harder it's a harder and harsher social environment in the netherlands than it is here mm, i don't know actually i wouldn't really say that because you would still like get to know people when you because you have like um the first week you have like an introduction week mm-hmm. and then make sure you get to know everybody from your classes and stuff so like it's it's not really harsher it's just uh, still social but like in a different way you mm-hmm. need you're like more um you're like more like to on your own you just have to find yeah. your own way find your, like your own friends and stuff uh-huh. instead of here that they like basically put you in a team and then they're like you guys all go together now yeah and did you have when you first came here did you find some struggles with that in terms of you know shifting from that dynamic into this like i said all-encompassing experience that is university here to meeting new people um i don't know like i've been pretty social my entire life mm-hmm. i like first i like like i make friends like pretty easy mm-hmm. it's just who, who i am how i am i guess yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. um so like for me it's not like that hard but i could see how for people that are like a little more like introverted and don't really mm-hmm. want to meet new people really fast i can see how it works better to if you like live all in, like the same dorm so you see people every day you say yeah. hi or like if you eat with people that you go like practice with and stuff mm-hmm. i can see how it helps for people to like meet new people and like get involved mm-hmm. like that it, do you think it would be harder for other i mean is the culture pretty much the same for all those uh, european countries that are close together uh, as a in like uh with portugal and spain being so close to holland do you think that those people would have the same you know idea coming in in terms of that social environment uh-huh. or do you would you know anybody who went through that experience from Spain or Portugal? Would they say that they had a similar experience as you? Um, yeah, I would think so. Like my uh, one of my good friends, Ricardo, mm-hmm. he was my roommate my freshman year, my sophomore year, and now we like we still live in the same building. We live on a different floor, but we still like talk every day. We still have a lot of the same classes, so mm-hmm. I still see him all the time. But yeah, I think he would kind of agree with me. That it mm-hmm. is it is different here like you just like sleep like on campus and everything it's mm-hmm. just it's just so like unique like mm-hmm. i already said how how did you i guess adjust to that like was there a learning curve to it or did you just jump jump right in you know right into the deep end and really immerse yourself into that because you realized that this would be your home for the next however many years <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I like how you said that. No, but yeah, no, I, I like, I just kind of jumped in it, I, would, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. because I, I just came here and then me, like me and Ricardo, like we're both international students. Mm-hmm. So like, of course, you already have a connection with that. Yeah. Because you're mm-hmm. both like not used to like this in high school, like high mm-hmm. school like this. They stick together. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why a lot of internationals, they always find each other they talk yeah. to each other mm-hmm. because it's just those sh- like those shared experiences yeah. and it's so like different than what you're used to mm-hmm. so it just yeah just hanging out a lot but yeah i, ju- mm-hmm. I just went personally i just like let it happen mm-hmm. i just went here and i was like i'm just gonna see what happens 
And of course, you like have a, you have a coach and you have teammates that have been here already for like maybe one or two, maybe three or four years. Mm-hmm. And then if you need anything, like when you're, f- when you're new here, they can always like help you. They always want to help you to make sure like you're going to fit in, you feel okay. And a, a lot of the freshman people here, when I was a freshman, they also like were really like intrigued to help us mm-hmm. because like for for like you guys were mm-hmm. like new as well you know what i mean yeah like, of course because like we have like an accent we like do mm-hmm. stuff different from our from what we're mm-hmm. used to from back home so like for them that's interesting and they like understand that sometimes like we might not really know how things are like supposed to go so they would like really help us and like mm-hmm. try to make us feel good so that's why that's mm-hmm. why i also like it would you say that's been extremely beneficial in you know transitioning from life in the netherlands to here you know the the just the helping of all the people from the united states and maybe i don't even know would you say the foreigners were also pretty you know welcoming about that even the upperclassmen foreigners were they pretty you know helping in terms of your assimilation uh yeah no everybody like when you first get here as a freshman if you're like an international student like all the other international students that have been here already, they know the struggle when you first get here. Mm-hmm. So, as far as I know, like a lot of them, like most, like maybe all of them, that they're really trying to like also help you. And if you need anything, they will try to like figure something out with somebody that might be able to help you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, w- what I said with like the Americans, like uh, my freshman year, I lived in Baker, the second floor, and mm-hmm. like everybody on that floor. Like that was here and that is still here. Like I still know them and I still basically talk to them. Mm-hmm. And that's just because, like, they all like really really welcoming and helping mm-hmm. because they like they knew we don't like have a car, we don't yeah have mm-hmm. to do anything. Like we don't really know. You're completely we, out of your yeah. element. Yeah. So like everybody really tries to make sure you like feel okay and like mm-hmm. you're gonna need some stuff yeah. that will help you with it. And what I've seen you've been doing around campus is you've been kind of putting yourself in that role that they did, helping those um, international students. So could you, I guess, elaborate on how you are set starting to take up that mantle of helping international students? Um, yeah, no, it's it's also because, like, I've actually also been at the school for two years. Okay. So, like, it's, the school's not extremely big. So if you've mm-hmm. been here for, like, a year, maybe two years, like, you pretty much know everything and everybody that yeah. still goes here so and like and like i said i know like myself now i know how it is to come in as a freshman to like sometimes not even properly speak the language yeah i have no idea what you're doing where you're supposed uh-huh. to go and so i'm like in how much i can help them mm-hmm. i always try to just make sure they're like okay and if they need anything mm-hmm. to l- like let them know that they can just text me or contact me anyway mm-hmm. it's just because I, for me personally it's just i would say a normal thing mm-hmm. so so you would say that's personally and not so much culturally from the netherlands would you say that's more um, those characteristics are more so carlos or more so the netherlands Ooh. <laughs> um I, I would think it's more something from me than especially the Netherlands mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people back home, they're like willing to help uh, with things, but 
almost all of them are like also really like egocentric oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah no and i'm like uh, until a certain level you kind of need to be to survive in this world mm -hmm. but at the same time I'm, al I also, I'm also like i'm in the position now that i know so many people that i've mm -hmm. been here so long to help people so i'm yeah. like why wouldn't i if people need a hand why wouldn't i give them mm -hmm. give them that hand if they ask for it mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think a lot of people here especially younger students and even older international students have transferred in from other colleges or other places are really you know grateful for that that you and all your other international peers and even like you said your friends at the second floor baker are yeah. willing to reach out and you know make themselves available through the you know those struggles and to just be present so would you say that that dynamic is different here? Would you say people in the, if I hypothetically were to go to the Netherlands, do you think I would receive the same treatment, I guess, from the, uh, the people in the Netherlands that you did from here in terms of your reaching out and helping? Um, uh, up to a certain level, because like, like I said, like if you would go to like a, as an exchange student to the Netherlands, mm -hmm. you would probably <laughs> probably go in like um, a guest family I would yeah yeah that. a host family yeah a host family and then like they will help you a lot of course because like they're hosting mm -hmm. you but uh, but like in school like you have some people who are like me that are actually gonna help you but you also have a lot of people that are just gonna let you be you if mm -hmm. that makes sense because like people if they don't really know you then a lot of the times they don't really talk to you first you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And would, would you say that the reason why you've started to put yourself in that position, would you say that's because you've been Americanized to a point? Do you think that um, that culture with all those people, you know, your freshman year coming and helping, would you say that that has directly influenced your, you know, ab I guess, mindset in going about it? Uh, um like not, nah, not really because I've always been that way. I've mm -hmm. always been willing to help people if they ask me. Yeah. But like, like because you're all here and like because it's such like basically for American universities, it's like a small school they call yeah. it. Yeah. Like for back home, this amount of people is still big. Mm -hmm. like, but like for America, it's a small school, so you're really like all in it together because mm -hmm. there's like if you if something happens, like you don't have like. 20,000 other people to walk off to yeah. and talk to. Uh -huh. It's just like everybody here needs to like be close and like talk to each other because there's mm -hmm. not a there's not like that many people mm -hmm. compared to other schools. Yeah. So you need to be like a family. You need mm -hmm. everybody needs to kind of help each other. Mm -hmm. Can you think of an instance of when you really had to rely on that sort of family dynamic to, you know, get over something? I assume maybe in the line of you know, being homesick or just even assimilating, would you, do you care to explain a time whenever you really felt like you depended on that, you know, family dynamic? No, going to Walmart. No, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, mm -hmm. because uh, Walmart is 15 minutes away or 10 minutes away with a car. So mm -hmm. you, as a foreigner, you need an America with a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, like the homesick part, like I know some other people had that. But I never really struggled with it because mm -hmm. when I was younger, me and my little brother, um, he goes to Fodosta State. But 
like we also did like a skiing like race skiing mm-hmm. and then we would go to austria to the alps for like eight to ten weeks a year without our parents only with oh, the sk- okay. o- yeah, only with the ski team yeah so like we were like we were like kind of used to like mm-hmm. being, being away or, yeah, for being, that extended period yeah. of time and then i when we were a little younger already and before i came here i kind of lived um with my brother and then on my own mm-hmm. for like with my brother for like half a year a year and then almost a year on my own so i'm kind of used to needing to take care of myself in a certain way yeah like my parents were always still there and mm-hmm. if i need anything i could always yeah let call. Them know. Mm-hmm. but they were still like it was like two hours away or whatever mm-hmm. so i still had to do everything myself because it wasn't that or like around the corner mm-hmm. so like i didn't really feel with the homesick part mm-hmm. but like i know some people struggled with that and yeah what we did like they're like i always think there's not that much you can do yourself yeah. you can just try to make them laugh try to get them distracted to think mm-hmm. about other things but yeah mm-hmm. and then just try to make them feel better mm-hmm. i guess and do you think that um you kind of being self-sufficient and self-reliant for a little bit before um coming here to McCurdy, do you think that that has set you up to succeed more so than had you just been with your parents the whole time? Do you think it would have been a harder had you stayed with your parents and not become self-reliant, self-sufficient? Yeah, definitely. Because like, if you like be with yourself and stuff, you kind of get, I guess, used to like here that mm-hmm. you don't have your parents around the corner. Yeah. No, because they would have to get a plane and it takes mm-hmm. 10 hours with a plane. Yeah. So like, it's not that easy to just, you know, come here and then save me if I needed to be saved or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I definitely think it actually helped because I know some foreigners, they were like taken care of until they were getting here and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you could just see that like the first couple of weeks, they really sometimes struggled a little more uh-huh. with like the transition to actually eh, need, needing to do your own laundry, mm-hmm. needing to make sure you have your own schedule together instead of yeah. your parents helping with that. Mm-hmm. So like it, it helps definitely. So I, so would you say that you are sort of a parent to some of the foreign exchange students? <laughs> I, w- I would say, I would say like a brother. A brother. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parents yeah. makes me sound like even that much older. <laughs> I'm already old with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. totally understand that. No. Yeah. But it, sometimes it kind of does because if they would need something, and they would mm-hmm. like, be- and they would know, like, I would be willing to help or whatever. They would come to me, and then I would try to find the solution for them if they didn't know really what to do. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it, it kind of does sometimes. Yeah. So I guess my question to you would be, who helps you whenever you are having trouble? Like, do you have somebody on campus that would be? your i guess brother to help you through that even when you are feeling those you know homesick feelings and you know just those normal everyday struggles that everybody goes through who do you turn to um like like some of the people i met like my freshman year Mm -hmm. and for example i know with like ricardo can always just talk to him because like we lived together for like two years Mm -hmm. so we know each other like basically in and out like we know almost everything mm-hmm. when it comes to things that are happening here too but yeah no it's just i don't turn to a specific person i just like take it in and then i just talk to some or like one of my close friends here 
mm-hmm. just like I don't really have one specific person I would go to to answer your question. Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you think that you could go to um, the other exchange students that you would be brothers to, like they would look up to you? Do you think that you, I guess, sharing some of your struggles and problems with them would make you feel would make them feel more so? Um, I guess natural here. Um, I would guess so because mm-hmm. it's it's also like a quick reminder that you're all still, you know, going through the same struggles, even yeah. though people might not think you are of like because you're like always having fun, you're always happy. Like you still have like the you miss your family struggles mm-hmm. every now and then because everybody has that. Yeah, when it, you're like this far away, so it kind of it actually it, it does help to talk. Also, with like, even if they're younger than you or you're or, or you're like below you, it still like helps to just talk with them because they will also talk back and like you relate on so many mm-hmm. like, subjects with that that it always it always helps. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a time when you when you think that you really helped somebody work through something? Um. Yeah, I can. I can think of some moments, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know how much I like should talk about it. Oh yeah, 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 because, totally. Yeah, no, because it was it was like their personal things. Mm-hmm. So like, I would love to discuss that. But yeah, like, but yeah, it's, it's I totally not, yeah, understand. It's some confidence. Really yeah, some confidentiality yeah. Yeah. for sure. So A little trust they gave mm-hmm. me by telling me certain. Oh things. yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess. Um, uh, what is w- this? This is kind of a tangent here. Oh, yeah. uh, what is one thing that the Netherlands does that America doesn't do so well? And what is one thing that America does that the Netherlands don't do so well? Um, so besides uh, like healthcare stuff, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean we can talk about <laughs> it if you want. Uh, no, um, like one of the things the Netherlands does really well. Um, biking for example because like <laughs> and, and like the capital there are more bikes than people that live there mm-hmm. like actually like yeah. if, if somebody would let's say you have a bicycle in the Netherlands somebody would steal it mm-hmm. like you could basically just grab another one because there's more <laughs> there's more than the real people there like so it doesn't matter if people steal uh-huh, the bike or not uh-huh. yeah no, uh, like having like stuff like that because it's also not a really big country compared to like America and like other mm-hmm. countries as well so, for example, like with the biking, with like this, like small things, like being really sufficient with a like small amount of space, mm-hmm. is something like we're really good at in the Netherlands. Okay, I would guess if you would have to like just yeah pick something. Yeah, and with America, mm, I think I'm sti- I'm gonna go back to the like the college experience here mm-hmm. because like the thing that I told you that I liked. Mm-hmm. Is that you can actually combine the athlete and the student part. Mm-hmm. That you don't really have to choose. Like you can still, yeah, get your like degree and then still play mm-hmm. a sport. So yeah. I guess would I would you say that um, the school in the Netherlands, the university, like the the course material is harder here, or no harder than here? Yeah. It how? Um, because like back home. Teachers, if you are doing things, like teachers more make you rely on your own. Mm-hmm. And here, 
especially also if you're like an athlete and stuff, you're also representing the school. So teachers are like, if you need any help, like email me, let me know this and that. Like, and also this is a small school, so you know your teachers pretty well, pretty fast. And like back home, it would be like the same as like um, big, like bigger universities here with like mm-hmm. 50 to 100 people in one lecture room. And then if you email your um, professor, that professor, they would respond like a week later or something. You oh, know okay. I mean? They're more like, yeah. So like, would that's you your problem, you know, if you don't get mm-hmm. that, instead of so trying to help you. Do you think your outlook on it would be different had you gone to a larger university? Because McKinley is relatively small. Do you feel like you would have thought that had you gone to one of those larger universities like the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign or SIUC, do you think you're, you would have thought differently whether the Netherlands is, I guess, significantly better for lack of a better word, for the college experience? Um, yeah, I'm not sure, because my brother goes to, like like I said, goes to Alfodosta State mm-hmm. uh, in, like, South Georgia. And I think they have, like, 20,000 people as well or something. Mm. But he's still being an athlete and everything. Still, like, teachers are more willing to help him. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something, like, actually, like, in America, teachers are, like, more willing to help you. And let's say you might not make a deadline because, like, had some family thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here, like, teachers, like, they're willing to, like, be like, oh, yeah, okay, like, with the family problems or, like, with this and that. Like, if you communicate with me, we can try to figure something out together. Mm-hmm. And back home, it's just, like, that's your deadline. Good luck. Oh, okay. They're, so like, more strict and, like, they, mm-hmm. like, make you more, like, work for it yourself instead of mm-hmm. trying to help you to get to like succeed in the class okay they're like you have to do it because mm-hmm. you wanted to do this so you have to do this yourself mm-hmm. so i can totally see why you are more why you would like it here more because yeah. you're a personable person and you like fostering those you know relationships with those teachers and pretty much anybody but do you think that it's more so just a cultural difference in the Netherlands than it is here? Um, like with the, the professors and stuff, you mean? Then, yeah, or? just like the um, the strictness of it all. Is that more so a, um, a cultural thing? Because I do know that there are some uh, professors here in the United States that are like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is more so, like I said, a personal thing, the, pers- the professor specifically, or the culture of Netherlands, of um, the Netherlands. Yeah, I think it's more a, cor- a cultural thing because like a lot of the foreigners that like are also in Europe, they also like told me like here, school, we call it easier than back home. Mm-hmm. Um, not because the material is easier, but because the teachers are like willing to m- helping you succeed more. They're oh, like willing to come okay. towards you more. Like, that's what I was, like, trying to say. Because, like, back home, like, the most people I also know from the foreign, like, my friends, they also said, like, back home, like, if you mess up, the teacher is not going to be like, oh, no, like, you did this and this wrong, like, this and this, how you can help. The teacher is going to be like, yeah, you messed up, dumbass, like, fix it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And here they're trying to help mm-hmm. you out to fix it, trying to mm-hmm. help you, like, get past the class. And there they're like, yeah, it's wrong, fix it. Yeah, and that's... That is something that I hadn't really, you know, come come into contact with. I've always just been told that it's easier, not necessarily why it's easier. Because yeah. I know, 
I am I have friends from all over Europe yeah. and they're like yeah it's infinitely easier here yeah. and I thought it was just because of the course material and that we were you know viewed as like the stupid Americans that don't take education seriously but from what you said it's more so of the the professors so would you Mostly, say yeah. objectively the professors do a better job here than in Holland um, I don't know if it's a better job because in real life you're also like if you get into something like in your job mm -hmm. or whatever like your co-workers or your boss is not gonna basically help you and do the like the things for you if you have to do something mm -hmm. and like here with te some teachers they basically almost do it for you oh, so okay. I don't know if I, like it helps you but I don't know if it's like a much better job because it doesn't really prepare you for how you're gonna have to deal with problems after college and like yeah. if you have actual job like back home it would be prepare you better because the teachers are still willing to help you if you like ask them and if you really don't get it but they say you have to find it out yourself first and here if you go to like a professor with a problem some of them like basically fix it for you yeah and so like it's not it's a, i don't know if it's better because it doesn't represent how you're gonna have to deal with your life after college okay and like what you said with like the uh, the dumb americans and everything yeah. <laughs> like mm -hmm. some of the materials here we have them in high school yeah like some of the material you learn and uh, but most like a lot of it is a lot of like um like you do it over and over again with certain okay, classes. Yeah. Re repetition. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot more repetition, even though they're different classes. Yeah, instead of a lot like, of overlapping yeah. stuff. So that also makes it easier. Okay. Because there's more overlapping things, instead of every like course like being only doing what the, only that course does. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I guess would you personally say that it's easier? Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Cool. So, um, I guess um, this is one thing that I really had a uh, a struggle with. Did you learn any English before coming to the United States, or did you have to cross that really large language barrier whenever you first came here? Um, no, I like back home. Like in um, for some kids, even in, like the. And it goes like, let's say you call it like eighth grade or seventh grade or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like some countries even start learning it back then. But I started learning um, like actually like English, like to write and it and everything. In high school, we started that. But also with like a lot of TV shows, mm -hmm. they're like in English and then they would have like Dutch subtitles or mm -hmm. whatever. Or like with Netflix and everything. You can mm -hmm. watch TV shows in mm -hmm. English before I came here. Did you have a favorite TV show that you watched? to learn English <laughs> no, no. Um, not really to watch English but yeah like just like the like the, the basic sitcoms like mm -hmm. How I Met Your Mother Friends The Big Bang mm -hmm. Theory you know like they're all like um, like American shows they're all like just fun to watch and then mm -hmm. they just like you, you pick it up faster because also you watch them when you were like a little younger because you like just got to high school and stuff Yeah. so it's easier to learn like a second language if you also watch shows in it and if you just mm -hmm. speak it more often yeah so did you have any um problem with the language coming in and because i know that you know um sp uh, watching it on tv and studying it as opposed to really moving 
to the country that yeah. speaks it and really having to go through that immersion that can be two totally different animals did you experience that um like personally i didn't really experience that much of a struggle because like i was already so used to hearing a lot in english and like being mm-hmm. able to just speak it yeah I, I like but it was still kind of a st- struggle when you get here because back home you can like fall back on dutch if you would need anything mm-hmm. and like certain words if i like s- even now certain words if i don't really know them how to say it in english i like just rearrange the whole sentence to avoid mm-hmm. the word because yeah. i have no idea what else <laughs> i would say yeah um so do you know anybody who has do you know any other dutch i can't remember if there are any other dutch students on campus no they're not i'm the only dutch student Right now, there's a guy from Belgium. He's also on the tennis team. Okay. And Belgium has two parts. Like, one half speaks Dutch, my language. The other half speaks French. Mm -hmm. And he's from the Dutch part, too. So, do you confide a lot in him speaking Dutch? Um, No. We we basically, when we see each other, talk English most of the time, actually. Really? Yeah. Is Dutch... uh, Sorry? Is Dutch from the Netherlands infinitely different than Dutch from that part of belgium uh no it's not i think like portuguese and like brazilian portuguese is more different than the two versions of dutch because it's just uh, some some words Mm -hmm. that are like a little different but like we would still perfectly understand each other even if we would use those different words but Mm -hmm. yeah um like we we speak basically english to each other because you're so used to speaking english all the time here Mm -hmm. do you and is that do you I guess fear, for lack of a better word, um, losing some of your, I guess, culture with really immersing yourself in speaking English, you know, um, going through these American universities and assimilating into the American experience. Do you find yourself worrying that you're losing your Dutch side? Um, mm. Uh, I guess see that if you would like stay here and never go home, mm-hmm. but I, I go home in the winter and the summer break. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when I get home, the f- like the first day, maybe two days, mm-hmm. like in my head, if I would say something, I would still think of it in English before I would say it in Dutch. But that just takes like one day. And after that, I'm completely back mm-hmm. to just speaking normal Dutch and only thinking in Dutch again. But yeah, yeah, sometimes like when I get home, like when I get just home, like, I think in English and I'm like, wait, hold up a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not English. What is this? <laughs> yeah, really. I'm not in the United States anymore. Yeah. What am I doing? Exactly. Yeah. What's it? Mm-hmm. So I guess in other aspects, because uh, I assume like when you're back in the summer, I, I assume that I know they have fast food in the Netherlands, but do you feel, you know, some at certain points longing for some of those, you know, American, I guess, things um no not really no no i just miss my like my mom's cooking and stuff when I, oh and then when mm-hmm. i get home when oh, i get yeah. like back home there i just like i'm happy to have like mm-hmm. my mom's cooking and everything to like mm-hmm. and even just like um just like for example with like breakfast just like some basic things back home instead of like here having almost everything fried and like yeah with it, like fried when it fats and everything it's just like it's just you get tired mm-hmm. of it at some point yeah because you're so, like it's just 
you don't like it anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when you go home, you're just like, I can finally just have mm-hmm. a nor- like a normal meal. Yeah, mm-hmm. with like whatever. Mm-hmm. Is there one food that you miss more than the others? Um, like actual food or more like a snack type Any, thing? Anything. Yeah. Because I don't know how to translate it, but it's it's something with like um, a type of holiday we have in the Netherlands on the 5th of December. Mm-hmm. It's like in Dutch, it's called Sinterklaas. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, like it's kind of s- translates like Santa Claus, but it's not like Christmas. So like okay. it's, it's a different thing, but we also yeah. have Christmas. But like it's this different thing. And then only when around that time before like the 5th of December, you have something called paper note. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea what that is, but that's just something they only have basically in the Netherlands and a little bit of Belgium because we like okay. the only, like it's that holiday thing is like kind of we're kind of the only country that has that holiday. Okay. And like those like I guess you would say like small cookies or something they would mm-hmm. be I guess, but like there I love them so much. Like mm-hmm. I'm always set when I'm here whenever. It's like in the fifth of December. Yeah, because like I know they don't sell them like basically within a couple of days after the 5th of December. So when I get back, like the 23rd or like the 13th, I mean, like they're not going to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess, do you find, because uh, I know that there are some uh, holidays that we celebrate here that they don't celebrate in the Netherlands, but like, do you have like a favorite Thanksgiving food here? Or have you have you even gone to like a traditional quote unquote Thanksgiving dinner with anybody? Um, uh, my freshman year, I went to Thanksgiving with um, one of my friends that went here freshman year. Mm-hmm. And um, me, uh, Ricardo, Alex, we went to Cody's house. And he, they like they made like a Thanksgiving dinner and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the last uh, two times, we went to one of my teammates' houses. And she would like have some, f- it's like her parents would make some food because she is from around here. Oh, okay. And yeah, no, her name her name is Bailey. She's on the like women's tennis team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Besides that, like I don't really have a favorite food for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because like we don't celebrate Thanksgiving at home. So yeah. the first time I actually got introduced to it was when I got here. Mm-hmm. So I guess do you have a favorite food that they have here in the United States that they don't have in the Netherlands? Um. No, I don't, I don't. I don't know, because basically the most foods you guys have here, um, I have a feeling like a lot of it is or like taking from another country and just yeah. Americanized. Mm-hmm. That's called to like call it. Like yeah. That. Or it's just if it's not like if it's made up here, it's just something that's fried. Yeah, if it makes sense. There's so, not a lot of variety, I guess. Yeah. Like there, there is variety, but like the variety. Like immediately, for example, goes to foods that we would also like have back home or like that are not uh-huh. like, like really American like foods, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, so I don't know if like I have a favorite American food. I, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. So we are coming up on the, uh, the 45 minute mark, right? So we're going to be wrapping it up soon. So do you have... Uh, for one last thing, do you have anything that you would want to say to incoming international students that you wish were told to you? Ooh, that, that's a good question. Um, 
Uh, I don't know if there's anything that I wished was told to me, but I just like know that like, also with an international student, like when you get come in here, just like just be yourself, mm-hmm. because like people are gonna notice you because like you're having gonna have an accent and everything. Yeah. But like use it to your advantage. Okay. Like because you're gonna have stories from like your culture. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have things to talk about. You're gonna have things they're not used to. So if you just be nice and be open, people are gonna listen to you, you're gonna make friends. Yeah. Like, just enjoy. Like mm-hmm. don't don't really try to be s- too stressed out about like what you have to do or like how it's gonna be. Just go with it. Because mm-hmm. all the international students have like the same you know, they're like all in the same thing together. Mm-hmm. They're so in the same boat. Yeah. So they're all just gonna help you out. They're mm-hmm. all gonna be there. So just have fun mm-hmm. that's basically mm-hmm. how, how i guess i would say it and uh is there anything that we as americans can do to be more welcoming to international students or to be more understanding of their cultures so that we don't like step on any toes or cross those cultural boundaries that may they that they might not be ready for yet um yeah i don't know because you would have to know like their culture but like that's a hard thing because mm-hmm. it's impossible for anybody not america is not like your people to know everybody's culture and like how everything goes it's just like you're gonna meet people you're gonna sometimes be surprised of how things go because sometimes i'm still surprised with some americans with how they do things mm-hmm. so like then there's sometimes they're surprised and like with me like how things are like normal for me but they're not normal here so like you might st- step on one or two toes sometimes yeah but like they're also all like uh, basically adults yeah if it's, if if it's you are already like an adult so um yeah uh, just like just go with it just talk about it mm-hmm. because if you just talk about it they are willing to listen and like you can learn something yourself as an international and also as an american you can learn from each other Mm-hmm. because you're all in here to meet new people so just meet new people mm-hmm. and then just be yourself mm-hmm. well i just want to say thank you carlos for coming on and sharing your experiences um do you have any last words anything that you want to say that you didn't say any say yet um no no there's nothing, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing really yet i was um have to like i don't have like a quote to finish it up or something so all right i leave that up to you cool uh well thank you again bearcat family for tuning in and goodbye